and he goes off the road and he plows into this huge boulder. His head flies into the windshield. He has six other students in there. One student gets his ear cut. place at the right time. I'm Brad Hicks with Dan Zesvorka. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, so why don't you read that last part and uh, we'll start the show. <laughs> I'll read the last part and you can, you can, you can tell me how it doesn't fit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Brad. We're doing editing online or on, on, on mic or whatever you call it. So Dan, uh, in this podcast, Dan takes a deeper look at his own wrong place experiences and and he gleans from many of them, uh, many of those experiences, um, unsuspected and surprising outcomes. Um, so sit back, relax, and enjoy Dan's stories and see if you can't relate to how being in the wrong place may have been just the right time in your own life journey. I like that, Brad. That's good. That's good stuff there at the end. I'm not going to criticize that. Beautiful. All right. So, all right. I'm hoping we can can get some stuff out of that conversation. Sure. Yeah. Cue the music. Boom. do this Brad uh, I'm gonna just I have this list of 160 something stories that I've written up and I'm gonna just hand this to Brad and why don't you go through this and just pick a story right. and uh, we'll try that see what happens and some right. of them aren't very long I'll just tell right. you or not but there's like several pages so spin the bottle spin the bottle, spin the bottle. pick a story <laughs> and uh, I'll go try to get it you ought to see this list. You, ought to, you can't see this list, but Dan has this list marked up. There's hardly a blank area on any of the pages. Just uh, stories that that uh, Dan remembers. It's pretty impressive. You told me one time that you um, you actually used this list to remind yourself when you were a school teacher. Yeah. Or even preaching, maybe sometimes. Yeah. That, that uh, you don't want to be that guy that tells the same story I, twice. I've been there before. Because, like I, was, I have to say, and did, then I, you have to, did I already tell you this story? I know, and I hate that. So when I was teaching high school in my class, I made this list, and I would, when I tell the story in class, I would check it off, so I would not tell that story again to my students. And I told them that I had this list, and, and but some of them said, "But Mr. Z, we like hearing the stories more than once. We yeah, like yeah. hearing that story again. Tell us this story again." Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, but I'm gonna. You ask for them, but I'm gonna only tell it uh, once." <laughs> Are you ready? You ready? Here's, I'm ready. Where the ready to landed. rock and roll. Here's where the bottle landed. Number one fifty. Okay, what's the title on that? Porn poster, car accident, polar plunges. Oh, 
Okay. All right. We'll go at it. Here we go. Because right. um, we're talking about me teaching. One of the classes I taught, uh, this is at a Christian high school. I'm a little embarrassed by the title of the class. It was called Masculinity, which in our day and age is kind of a weird uh, class to be teaching. I don't know. I just called it men's class. And uh, we would, and what we would do, I decided that the ideal man, uh, image of a man, an ideal man was Jesus. So I would go to the Gospels and pull stories from the Gospel of Mark, and I would teach on those stories. Here's what it looks like to be a man. Jesus forgiving someone, or Jesus showing compassion to a leper, or Jesus confronting the religious leaders of his day. Those were my images of what a, a perfect man looked like. Anyway, so I had this class and we would, I, I wanted to make it mostly experiential and not, uh, you know, not just in your head and not just reading things. We, we would go outside of the classroom two uh, days a week and we would do experiments or we would do uh, experiences based on the passages we had read. So let, let me see the stories. Uh, oh, the porn poster. <laughs> well, one of the stories in Mark is about Jesus going, one of his, actually his first miracle in Mark is Jesus goes to a synagogue and there's a man with an evil spirit in the synagogue and he casts out that spirit. And so I said to my students, uh, these guys in my class, and I said, okay, what is this story telling us? And, and we studied the story. And what it ended up telling us was that not only was evil in the world, but evil was inside Israel. And not only was evil inside Israel, evil was inside the synagogue. And not only was evil inside the synagogue, but evil was inside a member, a person of the synagogue. So what I told them is that when you think about evil, don't look out there and judge and, and talk to and point out the evil that you see, but start with the evil that resides inside of you. Look at yourself first, and then you're able to critique other people's evil if you, you understand your own relationship with evil. So we talked about that. And so then I told them, we're going to I've got spray paint and you know, high schoolers, they're going to love playing with spray paint. And we went outside and I bought some sheets from the thrift store. And I said, okay, each, I'm going to get you into groups of four and you're going to spray paint a poster against evil, but it has to have all those elements we talked about. It has to be something you're dealing with. And, and, and then you can do the graffiti. You can make it however you want. And so they're like, oh yeah, they're really excited about it. So this one group uh, decides to spray paint a poster about porn, pornography, because we had studied that and they realized that was a big issue for them. And they were really the struggle for them and evil that they dealt with in their lives. And so they spray painted this uh, poster. And I said, I think it said porn kills. And then they had a heart with a, a knife through it in the middle of that. And, and the big the porn was in big letters and, and kills was in big letters. And this is the first time I had done this with a class. And so I said, 
uh, our school faced a freeway and there's this huge wall right in front of the parking lot of our school that go the freeway was raised up about I don't know 60 feet 70 feet above the school and it had this huge retaining wall and I'm like let's I know let's go and hang the poster on that wall and then kids as they come out of the parking lot they'll see it and they'll it'll make them think about the evil in their lives and so we uh, we went down to this bridge and we worked our way up and I, I really feel bad now because we were basically climbing on the freeway <laughs> and we climbed up there and there were other posters and we, we found some big heavy rocks and we hung our posters down and we put rocks on the top. And so this poster hung down porn kills and there was a couple other posters, one about money or something and other things. Well, um, then we went back to our class. So we hang these posters up, we go back to class bell rings they go on to their next class and i'm i'm sitting there teaching my i also taught spanish so i was teaching my next class and uh the principal comes down and uh tells me to signals to me to come out in the hall to talk to the to him and the principal i go out in the hall and the principal says um a parent called the pastor from the main church that's behind the the school or the that's part of the that directs the school the parent called and said there's a, a poster in front of the school that says porn and i'm like yeah but it's against porn it says porn kills and and the principal says well my office is up there i have a window and i can see it and the wind has blown the poster up and it's stuck so you cannot see the kills part all you see is porn so anybody parents dropping their students off coming out of the parking lot or students come all they see is porn on the poster and i'm like oh no this is bad and and, and, and he says but besides what are you doing climbing up on the freeway to put this poster up with with our kids from our high school and i'm like oh i don't know i thought it was a good idea and anyway i got in a bit of trouble for that um folks if you don't know dan has orca <laughs> many stories like this. this many not thinking ahead of time being in the wrong place on the freeway at the wrong well i don't know if that was the right or wrong time but the kids got a got such a kick out of uh, that it just said porn I, it it became one of those stories in the school that uh, circulated around. Um, I am. Well, I'll just do one more story from that class. Um, how did that, how did that end up? How did that, uh, did you have to take the poster down? We, I had to go right there. I left my class. The principal watched my class. I went up and I climbed on the freeway and took the posters down right then I had to take them down and then I had to meet with the administration and have a long conversation about what my class was about <laughs> and what was going on. And uh, how did that meeting go? Uh, it went well. They worked with me and they under, they were understanding we could no longer hang the posters on the freeway, of course. <laughs> so, But we still were able to make the posters in, in classes of the future. Um, Actually, another another meeting I had to have with the administration was for that first class, uh, we would just 
jump into cars of students and drive to wherever we had to go for the experience, anywhere in the neighborhood, to the park or to a factory or whatever, we would jump at just carpool. And uh, I noticed a couple times experiences before that one of the students was showing off in some of their driving. I'm like, that's not good. So uh, before we went on uh, an experience again, I sat them down in class and I told them, I talked to them about how you should really be careful how you drive with other people in the car. You could cause irreparable damage to them for the rest of their life. I actually shared some stories that I may share in the future on here, but I won't today about accidents that I had had screwing around and accident, an accident that a woman I knew had had and changed her entire life. Um, it's a really moving story. But I shared all this. I talked to them for about 10, 15 minutes about this. And they said, okay, now we're going to go on this experience. Let's go out and get in the cars. And it was a, it was an icy day. It actually had frozen overnight and there's a little layer of snow and it was very slippery. And so we, we go from that talk to the cars. I'm, it wasn't more than two minutes. We get in the cars. This one student who was showing off before gets in with a bunch of students. I get in another car. He goes ahead of us and he starts screwing around and he goes off and he's, his car starts sliding. He goes off the road because he's screwing around. Is this right on one of the roads? This is right, a, the block school, a block from the school, a block from the school. And there's this huge boulder that is you is part of the landscaping of this, this uh, storage place. And he goes off the road and he plows into this huge boulder. His head flies into the windshield. He has six other students in there. One student gets his ear cut. Uh, across the top of his ear. I drive, I'm driving, I come a little later, I drive by, I see this accident. It doesn't register to me, these are my students. I think, whoa, who somebody crashed into that boulder. And I drive a little ways down and the, uh, the students in my car say, Mr. Z, that's our class. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I turn around and go back and the guy who was driving had had a major concussion. He's asking me the same question like 20 times. Mm -hmm. And the guy who got his ear, I'm like, he's bleeding pretty bad. But everybody else was okay. But the principal hears about it. Somebody, somehow it gets back to him. He runs the block or two to, to the accident scene. And I'm like, ah, oh, this, I can't believe it. And they call an ambulance. And it, it all turns out okay. No one was seriously Injured the guy with this ear cut, got stitches, and so you you gave a talk about safety, driving safe. With, uh, where were you going? Uh, where, really, where were you headed? Where were you going? Uh, we were on some experience. I can't remember. It was not a real worthwhile experience. It was just like, hey, let's go. It was a snowy day, mm. and I was saying, let's go. I think we were. I was going to have us go sledding together or find a place to go sledding. So it really wasn't a a super valid experience. So then when the principal came and then later on, when I met with administrations, they're like, no more driving. You can't do that. And I'm like, well, my class is based on these. And I didn't have enough to say, you know, I, they say, well, where were you going? And I'm like, yeah, we were looking for a sledding place. Well, that's not valid for the class. So it ended up that I had to get a, a, a bus license I still, we did work it out. You know, they said, 
The only way you can go is if you take the bus and you drive and nobody else drives. And I ended up getting a license for this small 15 passenger bus that belonged to the school. Yeah, yeah. And I started using that for experiences. So luckily it didn't take away all of that, but, uh, but I couldn't believe that I just yeah. talked about this. And two minutes later, this guy's crashing into this boulder. I mean, this was another, this was another time you had to stand in front of the administration. Oh, and explain were, yourself. I, I had a few of those in this class. I, I had a very good principal who worked with me to, work out these experiences because he really believed in it. But, but boy, he was like the uh, super, uh, superintendent was on the edge of just saying, nope, sorry, can't go outside the classroom. Um, but that, those are from that story. I, I, we did a polar plunge as part of the class, but I won't share those stories just now. No. Uh, but that was another fun part of, of the class uh, on what it means to be a man which I basically saw as what it means to be a human being. Uh, can you can you uh, remember a little farther down the line uh, this particular student who had the accident? How did uh, how did he turn out in the class? What did the class mean to him? Um, I think it meant a lot to him. Actually, the student who cut his ear, he actually. Uh, seemed to experience a lot more from the class and from that accident. Uh, we became pretty good friends and uh, did some stuff outside of the school together. But uh, a lot of the, the guys loved the class. I mean, because for them, they said, we've never had a Bible class that's like this, where you actually do something. You're actually experiencing what you're learning in, in the text and, uh, that's what I loved about it. Uh, it was uh, it, it was risky, but to become a man, you have to take risks. And that's what I was trying to say to the administration, that risk is essential. But from the administration's point of view, security is of utmost importance in a high school, especially these days. So that was the battle between security and, and risk. And uh, I eventually lost that battle <laughs> four mm. years later but um but at the time it was we we were able to find a good me middle ground for that well it sounds it sounds like those sort of experiences raised good discussions though oh you look back on right. you you go through the experience but then whether it turns out you know good or not so good you have the opportunity to flesh it out and discuss it yeah yeah, and future classes, that was one of my first classes in future classes, men's class. Uh, I would bring that example up. Here's what happened, and this student did this, and so that's why we no longer can drive your own cars because they would always ask, why can't I drive my own car? I'm like, nope, you can't do it in the class, and this is why. <laughs> and, and, and then when we would make posters in the future with the spray paint, they loved hearing about the porn poster in front of the school because that just, you know, Oh wow. That's, you know, just something for high schoolers like, wow, cool. How cool, you know, kind of thing. Anyway, those are store. Those are those stories about that <laughs> and cue the music.
That's it. <laughs> Goodbye. Who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say that? That's all. Oh, or how about say that's all from the wrong place at the right time? Okay. That's all from the wrong place at the right time. Perfect.